everyone it's been a while um almost a month uh welcome back to another episode of how to edit with joy um it hasn't been a very good month so far so i had a pretty good february i reckon um i think the reason why february was so good was because i had a week off where i got to go to perth um, so I had a look back at my last episode back in February and I think that was before I went on my one week leave of um, annual leave and I really wanted to record an episode in Perth. Um, I was hoping to do it with my sister. Um, I never got around to it. I think it was just uh, too crazy with her two kids. Um, yeah, it could be like a whole other episode just talking about how incredibly tiring it is um to have kids like i definitely don't have kids um and i kind of i guess get put off like seeing how hard it is to have kids like um so i was only i was um to put in context so my sister came back from a long overseas trip um from being overseas for five months and came back to Perth uh from was it Japan um she was in Japan and then she went back to Perth um to visit her parents-in-law and I sort of hijacked their trip um and I also went to their parent-in-law house too um however they didn't have enough rooms because her brother-in-law was staying there as well at the same time so I was sharing the same room as my sister and her baby uh for the first couple of nights and I was not able to get any sleep for the first two days so I cannot imagine how it can be how um how moms and dads do it how they can manage on so little sleep because like honestly i really really struggled um maybe it's because i suffer from migraines and having so little sleep really really made the migraines migraines really bad which um meant i got a lot of like travel sickness so it just meant i was like vomiting for the first couple of days every time I went in the car um it just made my travel sickness really bad um which meant I just had to get motion sickness tablets and yeah so it's just a a whole lot of things um yes anyway I digress what was I saying so yeah that was my February um having a week off it was so amazing it was like annual leave is great but it just makes going back to reality all that much harder. So I wish I could be on annual leave forever. Like the time difference in Perth compared to Melbourne is three hours. And I just feel like such a struggle. People don't understand. Like it's so hard to sleep three hours earlier after you've been sleeping three hours later um and i was just incredibly tired for the whole week um 
and incredibly sleep deprived. Um, I struggled through the whole week to get back to a normal sleep schedule. And then when I was finally back on track, I started my on-call this week that's just started. Um, and I went back to having a sleep deficit again. Um, yeah, so, yeah, but the, the couple of, so, like, I had a whole, like, week of, like, being really, really tired from the jet lag, from trying to struggle with that three-hour time difference, and then I was really, really sick, where I just vomited all weekend, and I just slept, and I was, like, like covered the sleep, and then I was, like, on call, and then I was woken up, like, two nights, just got so many calls and over the four days I couldn't sleep and so here I am like so and during the time when I was on call I was just getting woken up every hour for like four hours like all night and I was just thinking like I mean throughout the day it's already so stressful at work and then come nine o'clock I'm like shit like so like literally like my work day literally begins like at six so um so 6 a.m my alarm goes off I have to start getting ready for work well not really <laughs> I like snooze all the way till like 6 30 but yeah literally like my life is work so 6 a.m all the way to like 6 p.m. or whatever time I get back from home I get home for like 6 p.m. and 6 or 7 for like 12 hours and then shower whatever I have to do all that before 9 p.m. eat shit relax try to look at uni stuff I've let the uni stuff go this week just because I've been so freaking tired being on call um and then yeah it's just like 9 p.m that's when you start getting in the phone calls it's just like you have three hours a day to yourself like i just feel like on call is like the most shittest thing like you should just get the day off because literally when you're on call you're basically like it's like you're almost working um you can get cold anytime you can you you're basically like a call center like most people like you know people working at the call center like they don't get calls all the time but they're still getting paid right but while you're on call, like, you get, like, minimal, what, $30 a night or some shit. But, like, what they do is, like, if you get a phone call, you get paid for one hour of work or whatever. But, and, like, I mean, this is even, this is slightly better than South Australia where you didn't even get paid per phone call, which is so stupid. Um... You just got a base on call rate. 
the only time you got paid more was if you had to go into work. Which is so stupid because it takes time to like investigate all this sh- stuff. So, yeah, like it's so dumb. Like I feel like on call you should just get paid. You shouldn't have to work because, like, I got c- called every hour for like four hours on Tuesday night, and I couldn't even sleep. And then I had to go to work. So my last call was at three a.m. and I had to wake up at six a.m. to go to work. The next day, I was so busy. On the next, on like so Tuesday night, I got called all the way till like three a.m. on month on Wednesday, and then Wednesday I got was so busy. Um, and I just really feel like I don't think this is the life that I want for myself as a thirty-two-year-old. Like. Maybe this is was okay when I was in my twenties or when I was younger, like when I was twenty four, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven. When I was younger, I was okay with this. Um, now I'm in my thirties. I just I don't think I'm okay with this anymore. Like. I just feel like, I know that sounds like I'm whinging, I feel like I'm accepting the fact that I don't think the life and the type of person that I am with my, you know, my need to have a regular life, regular sleep schedule and a work-life balance, which I can't maintain if I have to do all this on call and having the stress and anxiety of not knowing what calls you're going to get. And, you know, I feel like what was worse about being, the worst thing about being thrown in, to being on call so early into a job that I've just started last year in September was not knowing what to do and not being prepared for it, not feeling prepared for it. And um, I feel like you're being thrown in the deep end and they always tell you to find a buddy, but they don't provide you with who you should call and like, um, there's no list. They will just tell you like, there's a, the the numbers are saved in the phone, but the numbers aren't saved in the phone. They just give you the numbers of all the people, but who? How do you know? Like, yeah. So it's all about knowing people, but yeah, it's a doggy dog world, and it's. Like I heard on a podcast, it's easier for people who are extroverts. So I feel like, I know it's not good to compare yourself, but there's another colleague of mine that started it like maybe a month earlier than me. And like, she's a lot more extroverted than me. 
and I feel like she's done a lot better in like she we're doing the same sort of job but she's done a lot better than me and like you know she's been recognized for doing so well and like learning so fast um and people I think like her like like her a lot more and approach her more um and she just learns a lot more quicker and she knows more people because she is a very ex- extroverted person whereas and she's able to ask for help and knows you know she's whereas for me like I don't ask for help <laughs> um I'm not very approachable I just keep to myself I don't know many people I just am an introvert um and that's who I am I don't like to learn new things I I am, I feel like I have just really, really given up on pharmacy. Like, like on one hand of myself, I'm like, I need to keep trying. That's why I enrolled into the master's, but have actually worked on the master's, uni stuff. No, I've been so burnt out being on the call. Like just working my last week at my psych job, um, and and on the other hand, I'm just like I need to get out of this pharmacy stuff or at least find another job. I'm just getting so burnt out, and I know my job contract is ending in June, and part of me is like. Do I apply for an extension or do I look somewhere else, let it lapse and look for something else? What am I going to do? Like, if I find another job, is it going to pay as well? Is it going to pay the mortgage? Like, do I even need to have such a high-paying job to pay my mortgage? I mean, the mortgage is going up all the time, but can I cut down costs like can I cut out things maybe I don't need like I mean if I'm not earning as much I guess I'll have to cut out things that I like luxuries that I can't afford anymore like I'll have to look at my budget which I've done so yeah I mean, sacrifices need to be made. I mean, I guess I can always do casual work. So, I mean, I think I can make it, I will maybe be able to make it work. So I feel like I can't stay trapped in something. I just can't stay, I can't just see myself doing this forever. Like, I just feel like, if I keep doing this forever, I'm going to go crazy. And just don't feel free. And and I realize this, like, this is not what 
I want to do and I feel trapped because I don't know what I want to do and I don't I want to get out and I wrote I didn't even I went back and I wanted to write something in my blog and I went to read what my last post was and my last post was in January it was about my new year's resolutions in my blog and I was just wondering what I wrote and one of my resolutions like that I couldn't remember that I wrote was that I wanted to take a gap year from pharmacy or consider a gap year from pharmacy and I was like why would I write that a gap year from pharmacy hmm but I'm like gap year to do what that is the million dollar question because I think I can take up to a year off but what would I do and how can I earn money and how can I support myself that is the question and I guess I need time to look for the answer I mean I feel like having the deadline of June the 30th is both a blessing and a curse. I feel like June the 30th is a very special date because that would be the end of the Masters if I were to continue. 31st of March is census date, so I'm keeping that in the back of my mind. That's when I need to withdraw from the Masters before I get. To, I have to pay for the course. Um, and June 30th would be the end of the Masters if I were to, I mean, end of the course that I'm currently enrolled in, if I were to stay in it. Uh, it would be the end of the contract that I'm currently in. And yeah, so that would be when I would aim to get another job or I might take a break from work before I find another job. Like, I don't know if I want to rush into my another job. Because I have been saving up some emergency funds. I mean, I have paid extra into my mortgage. I have, you know, about the $20,000 worth of shares. Um, I mean, I have to say my, my emergency fund isn't huge. But I do also know that June the 30th is the end of the financial year, so um, that's when I'll be doing my tax return and hopefully I'll get a tax accountant who hopefully will be able to help me get my tax refund back, which would mean hopefully a few thousand back because I usually put more tax back. I pay more tax than I need to into my hex step. Um, and so, yeah, so, I mean, there are many things to consider, so. I mean, what to do? Should I ask chats, GPT or whatever? I already have asked him, so, I mean, I asked the robot. So, if you haven't heard, there's chats, CPT or GPT. is a new technology that's supposed to be more like smarter than like Alexa or Siri. It's supposed to like remember your answers and stuff and give you like a more 
human type answer. Like so far, like I don't find it that different, but I don't know. Even Hamish and Andy have talked about it on their podcasts. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It is interesting, but this is a sort of existential crisis that I'm going through. I mean, I was. I think about these things when I'm like driving to work. I'm like, what are my strong points? What are the things that I like doing? And I, and I mean, like some of the things that I listed in my New Year's resolutions were like things like my hobbies. I like, I mean, the things that I like doing. I like, you know, playing badminton and like those are my hobbies. So I don't feel like I will pursue it as a full time career. Like, doing this podcast, which is a hobby, I don't think I can do it as a full-time career. Unless it, hit, like, takes off or something. Um, and, you know, writing in my Eating the with Joy, like, um, and my food foodie blog. I mean, those things I enjoy, I do, I mean maybe maybe these I like I do I do enjoy these things like maybe I could make a career out of it but <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> like I didn't study it so hmm I mean it reminds me of that time back in primary school I remember I didn't have a lot of friends but there was one time where I was able to engage an audience of a few people by doing the, almost like a talk show host. I was like doing a game where we were, ha- where I hosted a game where we were like doing what ifs. And I had to do, I posed the question of what if, what if would you rather do this or this? I don't know why I remember this from primary school, but yeah. That was the game that I invented. Um, but I do get nervous doing those kind of things. But yeah. I don't know. But at the same time, like, I always feel like I always half-ass everything. And maybe I I don't know if it's if I feel it or if it's because I've been told by my brother or other people that I half-ass things. But... <sighs> I don't know. It's just, yeah, everything I do, I sometimes just sort of give up halfway. When I come upon, like, a stumbling block of of some sort. Hmm, I mean, I don't know. It could just be I haven't found the right place for me yet. Or maybe I'm just burnt out and I just need a really long holiday overseas. Or I just want to just... I just haven't travelled and just need a longer holiday. But I don't know. I'm just going to keep my eyes open for jobs that seem interesting. Because right now, like, I'm about to move to a new hospital to award... And, like, getting handover, I was like, I really, really don't want to do this, <laughs> is what my first thought was like. I really don't want to go. I really want to quit. 
but ah, uh, four weeks notice. <laughs> um, I don't want to be that quitter before I even started, though. So I will still go and try, and then if I really don't like it, you know, four weeks notice. But then, mortgage. So, there you go, folks. Don't rush into getting a mortgage because this is where you end up. So, um, moral of the lesson, guys. Um, one, don't be a pharmacist because pharmacy doesn't pay well. Because when I was an intern in better health pharmacies back in 2014 my pay was what was it 2015 21 dollars per hour as an intern and i feel like i worked harder than almost any of the staff there probably aside from the pharmacist and there was only one pharmacist there and i was the intern pharmacist and I was paying the shit, the most shit, the least out of everyone. And yeah, you're doing four years of study. Of, oh, I did five. And I still haven't paid that debt yet. So it ain't worth it. And the second lesson is uh, don't buy a house on a whim. And if you do buy the house, make sure you check out the neighborhood and your neighbors very carefully before you buy otherwise you regret a big time and number three hmm i think it's okay to take a gap year or not stay in a job that you don't like because Life's too short, like, to stay in a job you don't like. And make sure you also save your emergency fund because, you know, sometimes you got to live without a job for a while. And I think I might be jobless for a little bit um, while I try to figure out what to do. Hmm. And yeah, I remember when I first moved to Melbourne, I think I was really like unhappy and I was not sure if I wanted to go back to Adelaide. And I think now reflecting about it, I think I realised it's just also not so much whether I wanted to move back to Adelaide, it's more so I'm not happy with my job. Like, I really feel like your job is a big part of your life and my job is very stressful and I just feel like if your job is so stressful and causing so much mental harm towards you like I feel like maybe it's not 
worth it. Anyway, it's a very sad <laughs> way to end a podcast. Um, on a happy note, it's a public holiday on Monday. Um, so I'm glad that I have an extra day off where I actually don't have to work for the first time ever this year. <laughs> I mean, this is my first public holiday off this year, which I don't have to work. So, yay. Um, so thank you very much for listening to my very, very loud rambling um, of my random existential crisis on why I don't want to be a pharmacist anymore. But I also don't know what else I want to do. If you have any suggestions, please, please let me know. Thank you very much.